Hey, welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. We are in Amos chapter 6. Amos chapter 6. Amos chapter 6. On this lovely September 21st, 2022, 125 in the morning. I'm just going to knock out the rest of Amos, take a nap, and then whenever I wake up, we'll start driving. My sleep is just, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's not, it's not very uh, consistent. to say that woe to the complacent woe to those this is the csv woe to those who are at ease in zion and to those who feel secure on the hill of samaria the notable people in this first of the nations those the house of israel comes to cross over to calme and see go from here from there to great hamath then go down to gath of the philistines are you i think that's where uh Gath, I believe, is where uh, Goliath was from. Goliath's home town? Question mark. Let's see. Alright. Then go down to Gath of the Philistines. Are you better than these kingdoms? Is their territory larger than yours? You dismiss any thought of the evil day and bring in a reign of violence. Flip. <clears throat> they lie on beds inlaid with ivory, sprawled out on their couches and dine on lambs from the flock and calves from the stall. They improvise songs to the sound of the harp and invent their own musical instruments like David. They drink wine by the bowl full and anoint themselves with the finest oils. But do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, they will now go into exile as the first of the captives and the feasting of those who sprawl out will come to an end. Israel's pride judged. Verse 8, the Lord God has sworn by himself. This is the declaration of the Lord, the God of armies. I loathe Jacob's pride and hate his citadels. So I will hand over the city and everything in it. It's one thing to have your cousin, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle, your wife, whoever, baby mama, teacher, grandma. It's one thing to have one of them hate your own kids, hate you. But it's a whole nother thing to have God say he hates you. Or it says, yeah, I loathe Jacob's pride and I hate his citadels. Anyway, verse 9. And if there are 10 men left in one house, they will die. A close relative and burner will remove his corpse from the house. He will call to someone in the inner recesses of the house. Any more with you? That person will reply, None. Then he will say, silence, because the Lord's name must not be invoked. For the Lord commands the larger house will be smashed to pieces and the small house to rubble. Do horses gallop on the cliffs? Does anyone plow there with oxen? 
Yeah, you have turned justice into poison and the fruit of righteousness into wormwood. You who rejoice over Lodabar and say, didn't we capture Carnaim? Didn't we capture Carnaim for ourselves by our own strength? But look, I am raising up a nation against you, a house of Israel. This is the declaration of the Lord, the God of armies. And they will oppress you from the entrance of Hamath to the brook of the Ereba. God, I need you, man. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Israel had done everything they could to look just like everyone else. Therefore, they would be carried into captivity by the same instruments of God's power, Assyria, that had destroyed all these other places. This enjoyment of luxury, luxury was clearly at the expense of the poor. God hates all sin, but he especially hates pride. That was the sin of Satan, who wanted to be like God. See Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12 through 14. It's not surprising then for God to say, I loathe Jacob's pride. God's people are to reflect his character, not the devil's. Lord, we need your help to reflect your character and not the devil's. In Jesus' name, amen. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages or the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.